Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Next Dimension Podcast. Your podcast that's all about VR and also, in the future, more AR. And today, I'm happy to be here with Gary from Immersed Robot. Gary, how are you doing today? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Excited to talk about VR yet again, of course. <laughs> of course. We love this topic and we can talk about this every week. And also here with me, of course, VR Flight Sim guy, Steve. Steve, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thanks, Sebastian. I just realized I haven't put my name again. I've just put VR Flight Sim Guy, but <laughs> yeah, I do right. have another name, as you know, Steve. But yeah, it's great to be back here again. <laughs> Perfect, man. So I will probably um, call you VR Flight Sim Guy because I just read it Please here. Do. It's fine. <laughs> no, man, just kidding. Steve, Steve, great to have you and looking forward to talk with you about virtual reality. And also with me, Sebastian Ang. I'm the founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. And looking forward to today's show. Of course, we're going to talk about virtual reality. And today, we're going to talk lots about Facebook. Because Facebook is still dominating, completely dominating this industry. We are going to talk about Facebook Connect, which is coming up in October. And we're going to think about, well, what might they actually talk about? Or is there going to be something big that they will introduce? Let's speculate a bit. Then we're going to talk about that the FTC is going to sue Facebook once again for monopoly, right? For probably having a mon monopoly. And with our limited knowledge, <laughs> we're going to try <laughs> to, uh, to simply talk about it and uh, yeah, give you our opinions, what this could actually mean for the industry. Also, and that is the, the main topic today, we're going to talk about Horizon Workrooms. Horizon Workrooms is a collaboration and work app that Facebook just dropped upon us. Nobody was thinking about it. And well, I tried it out and wow, I was kind of mind blown by it. Really, really cool cool software and we're going to talk what it might mean for the whole direction of oculus and facebook going forward so this is going to be an exciting show for all of you out there who don't know yet what is the next dimension podcast well this is a podcast about vr and ar this is being live streamed here on MRTV every Saturday at 9 p.m. Berlin time, 8 p.m. London, noon in San Francisco, and 3 p.m. in New York City. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Alexa, and every, everywhere where you can find podcasts. And we would be very happy <laughs> if you could take out your iPhone or iPad right now, open the podcast app, and look for the Next Dimension podcast to subscribe to us and to give us a good review, of course. That was the best way to say, thank you, I enjoy your podcast. <laughs> that would be really, really amazing. All right, before we talk about our topics, we normally like to talk about what we did in our weeks. And why don't we start with Steve? 
We are flying to... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's you today. I was expecting that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprising here. So, um, Steve, what was, how was your week like? What did you do? And um, tell us tell us about your week. I tell you, I'll start with saying that I went back in time in VR. I actually... I've been trying the Vive Pro, the OLED version. The, uh, ah, okay. Yeah, because cool. uh, I've been borrowing it now for a couple of weeks. Well, actually, more than that, about a month. Uh, from a fellow subscriber who, who really wanted to know what I thought about it with a gear lens mod as well. And it wasn't all that bad, you know, actually. No, it's um, not. It, honestly, especially in Sims like, you know, the big uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator and DCS, the ones that are heavy hitters on frame rate, with that low resolution, my like graphics card was just basically sleeping. I was getting about 70 frames per second, which is unheard of in a flight sim. And on top <laughs> wow, of that... right. Yeah, it was it was so cool. And on top of that, obviously, I was getting those beautiful colors that we all rave about, you know, the OLED screen <laughs> that has just disappeared right now. So, yeah, it was actually I was expecting it to be screened or everywhere and it just be an uncomfortable experience. But I, I actually really did enjoy it. And I was surprised. In fact, I'm that, I was that impressed. I might even get one on eBay or like a second. Oh, really? Yeah, I might get one. Absolutely. Just wow. for those those moments where. I just want a night flight or a beautiful sunset flight, and I want smooth frame rate uh, where that uh, resolution doesn't matter so much. And uh, yeah, I actually realised that it's 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 you know pretty damn good. Even the sort of older generation uh, VR headsets, those, they those still lenses, have a place. Those lenses as well that you mentioned, Steve. So yes. it's got that mod in, hasn't it? I guess that's they the only thing. Difference. Yeah, I was going to say because I've never tried a Vipro before, and so I may be spoiled by this gear lens mod that's supposed to increase the sweet spot a bit and sort of the clarity. Um, uh, so yeah, I might have to make sure that I you know invest in that as well. But it, it's yeah, I was so impressed with that. So that was really cool. Wow, I did but... enjoy using that. I've got a video coming up of me. <laughs> flying in Microsoft Flight Simulator with like 80 frames per second or something crazy. And I'm like, this is crazy. It's brilliant. Wow. Yeah. And um, But how again, about the lens mod, I think lots of people are interested in that. So yes. in my, actually in my German community, there's some people who swear on the Pro One with this lens mod because yeah. they say, okay, there is no God rays whatsoever. There's a big yeah. sweet spot, right? You have the OLED colors. They even use it wirelessly with the wireless um, kit, right? The Pro One. So um, would you agree with them that this is now at the moment one of the best headsets? Absolutely. Honestly, really? wow. I was shocked. Yeah, I agree <laughs> really? with that. I, okay. I, would, I would buy the Vi Pro over the Vi Pro 2 personally for me. <laughs> okay. Wonder, could you do like a similar thing with the uh, with the lenses on the Vive Pro Two though? This, well, yeah, I'd like to know that. That I would, would make love, a huge difference. I would love that. I mean, if we could have the Pro Two with the lens mod like this, yeah. this would be amazing. Since the 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 displays of the Pro Two are so good, if it yeah, wasn't for the lenses, right? Yeah. So yeah, we need that lens mod if it's possible. But I don't know if it's possible. So, but didn't you um, also feel that there is like. Um, slight optical problems well i did the lens mod on the vive one the original one and i did have this fish eye lens effect which for me was like oh. so bad it kind of like totally killed the immersion for me actually if anything <laughs> this is funny really because if anything the vive pro 2 for me had like a stereoscopic kind of issue where i felt a bit cross-eyed after a while okay the binocular uh, overlap is not so big which, which, yeah. which obviously is a different thing but you know you just reminded me that i had that issue and i started okay. to 
no matter what I did with it, I started to get a bit of eye strain. I've never had that in VR ever before, uh, but I had that with that. Maybe it was just my unit uh, could have been a bit of an issue with it or something. But um, but with the Vive Pro, not only is it, uh, I mean, of course, the resolution is not good. So you're going to have to super sample it. But just a touch of super sampling, I found that it was a lot uh, sort of cooler as well. It's not driving those, uh, you know, that, that sort of, was it two and a half K per eye screen? So it's definitely a lot cooler in there as well. And uh, maybe it's the gear lens mod. Maybe that, because obviously I haven't tried one without, so I can't compare. But I, did, I was actually quite impressed with the sweet spot on it. It wasn't too bad. Okay. It was a pleasurable experience. And I, you know, I thought it would just be horrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, def- I'm definitely on the lookout on eBay for a, uh, some sort of Vive Pro just to add to my uh, gadgets there, just, just for that every now and then, that occasion where I really want those beautiful colors and... You know, those, those, the frame rate for me was the big thing. That was just pretty impressive. You get, you're getting a lot. Of, you're getting a big collection now, aren't you, Steve? Because I think you picked <laughs> up a Pimax as well, didn't you? Yeah. In fact, yeah, I've I've got two Pimaxes at the moment. Here, I've got a 5KS, which is kind of similar. In it, it's like the Vi Pro in the sense that it's a lot lower resolution, so it's better frame rate. But I didn't like the lenses on the 5KS. It, I yeah, find right. I, I I had to change the IPD offset because. For whatever reason, the sweet spot was over here, not at the center. Really odd. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I, I, yeah, it, it, I'm going to need a cabinet like Seb's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, Steve, you're becoming the UK MRTV here. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I'll, which the dizzy heights of that fame, but uh, no, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's getting a bit crazy here with uh, yeah, but it's good. I mean, we are all we are all um, VR enthusiasts, so it's always good to have new headsets and to try to try them out. And, and especially yeah. if you have like great like outcomes, like you have with the Pro One, it's cool. Yeah, honestly, it's uh, yeah, I, re- I was really impressed. I'm going to be sad to see it go actually, but uh, but as I say, it was just um, surprised me. I didn't. I thought put it on for a second and go, wow, you know, it's just the re- low resolution. It's just you know the sweet spot, everything. But no, it was actually quite a good experience, really. Um, I've also, I'll just move on and just quickly say as well, Quest 2, I know we're going to talk about the Quest a lot today, actually, but my Quest 2 looks a bit weird at the moment. I'll just show you. <laughs> it looks a bit strange because <laughs> oh. it's, got, it's got this like protector. You probably, I'm sure you've seen them before, uh, but it's the first time I've tried one of these protector things. This is for uh, protection, uh, yeah? For Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. In fact, it's got it on the sides there as well. And basically I've been trying out a few products from a new uh, sort of uh I guess developer on the scene called Kiwi Design. I'm not sure if you've heard of that before. Yeah, totally. Uh, they are they are, really, they are really good, actually. Yeah, I, I, I got sent a box of stuff which was like, oh wow, uh, you know, brilliant. And I've got these as well for my Quest Two now. The kind of straps you can see there on the camera. So it's a bit like knuckles controllers. You know, you just basically yeah. put them in. Yeah, and I was playing I, I, I Sniper Elite. They are good. Yeah, okay. you're good. You have everything, so you have everything, but. <laughs> Um, I so I was playing Sniper Elite for about, actually for a full battery length of the Quest. Uh, and it was so nice to be able to just let go of them every now and then, you know, like you do with the index controllers. Uh, and I really do like these, actually. I think this, and I've got the Elite strap as well from them, which is, it's okay. It's not amazing, if I'm honest, but it's about 30 euros or so. Uh, it's a bit plasticky, but to be honest, it, it does the job. It's quite comfortable once it's on your head um it's not as good as some straps out there but as i say for the price point i think it's not too bad really how much is it uh is it 30 or 35 euros i think it is okay, so okay. fairly cheap um yeah. but one thing i didn't like was this facial interface that they have um okay 
you can see that it doesn't actually fit properly. Uh, oh. I've tried everything, but like the the face, the phone pad itself, it's just a little bit too big for the facial interface, and it just doesn't really. I, I personally, I prefer VR covers for their uh, their phone pads, just a bit more quality. But apart apart from that, I, I actually loved everything else that they uh, they you know basically uh, sent to me i was quite impressed with the quality considering how cheap they are so if you yeah, um, if, if you use the you know the elite strap for the oculus quest steve did you get one of those the battery one or, or the the normal one uh what you mean the actual official oculus? yeah the official no ones. i haven't yeah, i've never know. tried one actually no i would it's just go and try because uh sebastian you've got one i know um, yeah yeah um, yeah yeah i got it from and, the uk uh, yeah and uh <laughs> I, I was just going to ask have you had any issues with it because of course no. we know this issue with the cracking not at all inside. not at all i haven't either but it's great you know, for me i love it it's probably only a matter of time isn't it because a lot, <laughs> a lot of i've seen them break yeah yeah, yeah lots yeah. of people for lots of people they break lots right? of lots of people have even had them since launch i got like one of the first batch as well yeah. and some people say that was the the bad batch um but mine's been okay same here i've never had any problems but uh yeah Actually, i love that thing i do it's right? fantastic right. it's fantastic it's, as long it's... as it doesn't break yeah yeah you're right <laughs> Have yeah. you got one of these, uh, Seb, the actual Kiwi version? Is, is, uh, does that compare at all to real? The, the, just... the Kiwi, I, I don't have it yet, but oh, they're okay. also going to send it to me. I have the well, feeling, got, I have the feeling they, got... they send it out to these to these influencers so that we show it to people. That's that's what I think they want. Yes, I think you might be right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, might be, I might be right about this. Yeah, yeah but no, it's quite funny, actually. I did the review on my channel. And it's probably got the lowest views on my channel ever. It's so funny because yeah, I don't they think want people... you to show show flights and stuff. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> I knew I knew it wouldn't get many views, but it was just it made me laugh because I don't think people care for the Quest Two on my channel that much. But oh well, <laughs> I I actually love the headset apart from obviously the you know the points we'll probably even come you know we'll talk about later. But um, as a, as the headset on its own, it's it's quite remarkable what it can achieve really. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'll just, I'll just finish off by saying I'm going to be trying a AMD system soon by Stormforce, which I'm really excited about. It's going to be a top-spec AMD. And I have an Intel system anyway that's with an RTX 3090 and everything on it. So I'm going to be testing out the AMD system alongside it to see how it performs in VR titles like Microsoft Flight Simulator and DCS. So that's going to be good fun. I've got it for about a month, so I'm definitely going to put it through its paces. So... Yeah, very cool indeed. And that's, that's all I'll say this week, I think. <laughs> I don't want to talk too long. <laughs> so I tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll move over to Gary, since okay. you haven't been here for a while. And yeah, what yeah. you been up to? Um, I've been, so I picked up, I don't know if anybody remembers, the last time I was on the show, we were speaking to Stan from uh, Lynx. Oh, that was a great show. Yeah, great. it was a great show and really enjoyed talking to him. And they are, for anybody that doesn't know, they are doing a, a creating a VR AR headset, which has passed through AR. And we were talking a, a lot about that. And on that show, I did mention that I've been looking into AR headsets lately, but I hadn't dived in and bought one. And then one came up, Magic Leap, uh, Magic Leap oh, one came up on uh, eBay for £425, so I decided to uh, dive in because I've just wanted to try an AR headset for such a long time now. Um, so I picked one up a couple of weeks ago and I've been using it quite a lot. And uh, yeah, I've, I've made a video on, on my channel about it, quite an in-depth video about it. But you know, this is old now. It's nearly three years old, this, this headset. So you're still, you've got to keep that in the back of your mind as well. But I will say, although I haven't tried the HoloLens 2, I have 
you know, read a lot about it and I've watched a lot of videos where they compare the HoloLens 2 with this headset. And they, a lot of people will still say that this ranks pretty closely with what HoloLens 2 is doing, which is probably yes. the, the, the pinnacle of what AR, you know, non-pass-through AR um, can do at the moment. So I've been just trying this for the past two weeks. This has been pretty much all I've been doing uh, in terms of VR and AR, of course, uh, these past two weeks. And it's impressed me. It's impressed me a lot. It's It's no way... A consumer unit as we all know it's it was released under this title of the creators edition and it's basically a dev kit that's what it is so you have the lightwear headset and it's tethered to the light pack here which is the computation unit for the headset of course it would be better if it was all self-contained but that's not possible with what they're doing here and uh yeah it gives a really good overall impression of where we are at this very moment with AR glasses that uses this waveguide kind of technology. Um, but yeah, I was far more impressed with this than I expected to be. And there are far more apps available as well, even officially um, than I expected. So yeah, I've just been having a great time with this. I don't think I'll be keeping it forever. It's one something that I wanted to try for a period of time and then I will probably uh, sell it on. Um, but it's, you know, it's fantastic thing to try and just get a taste of but it's in no way it's got limited use i guess that's the takeaway with this uh, device it's very limited use at this moment in time but a fantastic thing to try nevertheless um but, yeah it looks amazing i was just about to say like what kind of things would you because i'm such an ar newbie i haven't really tried it before anything like this before but i'd be interested to see what what's the like the main advantages of something like that what you know in terms of apps and stuff would you do um, yeah, so one, one of the things that I tried and I, I really liked is I was just sitting at my office, in, at my desk in my office where I am now, and then you can put these on and you can still, of course, see through the lenses at your normal monitor. And then you can create all of these extra monitors around you, which are running YouTube, you know, web browser based That's stuff, really. Um, so it's like James Bond, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <like> yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> you can ha have all, all of these monitors around you, all doing different things. That, that was just a cool thing. I know it's it's almost like a when people hear that, they'll probably say, "Well, that's sort of a very rudimentary uh, use of AR," and it is, it is. But it's it's just a cool thing to have. Um, but besides that, there are loads of different apps, and there's like one where you can go into. So it's got Universe Sandbox. That's one of the apps. I don't know if anybody's tried that. It's a VR title as well, available on Steam. And it's just like a physics simulator for, for the universe. So you can uh, put planets where you want to put them. You can see the effects of removing stars from solar systems and all, all of these different things. It, it mm -hmm. goes really in depth about it. Um, but that's available in AR. And to have all these planets just floating around your room and you're able to just walk around them and interact with them in different ways, there is something quite special about it. Yeah. Magical, um, I suppose, almost. Yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. There's there's limitations with it in terms of how it can be used because you ideally you need to use it in a room which is not particularly well lit because then you'll see these things that are being projected. They'll have a much deeper color and they won't be quite as transparent and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, again, it's just a great thing to try. I, I really enjoy my time with it, um, but I, I can certainly see the limitations and perhaps, you know, true AR glasses that we want where they are uh, these just these thin pair of glasses with everything self-contained or they're running off 5G edge computing or something like that. I still think that's a ways away, unfortunately. Um, 
And Wasn't it something you tried, Seb? That was like that. I remember seeing something on your channel that was yeah. so similar. Yeah, right, right. That's there was the Unreal Light glasses. That's it. They, they are also really good, and they are. They more, almost look like normal glasses, right? Basically. Almost, right? And they are like uh, connected to your smartphone, which is a good thing to do. And they are more targeted towards us, the customers. And just like Gary said, to do these things, to you can still look at your real world, but you can place different kind of monitors, uh, virtual monitors in your room, which is kind of cool. But we're really still at the very beginning. And the question is right now, which version of AR does make the most sense right now? Is it this optical one where you can really see through the real world and then something is superimposed onto into this real world? Or is it more that, that kind of links approach where cameras are recording your real world and then you see your real world on your VR screen? And then something is superimposed there. So that is the big question right now. The, the, yeah, and just on that point, because I um, the the thing is, so you've got like this pass-through and then this optical kind of AR, that's what you were talking about there. And right. the pass-through, I'm interested to try. That is one thing I really want to try. However, I do see that. And from Stan's point of view at Lynx, when he was talking about this, he sees this more as a industry and enterprise kind of venture in terms of AR rather than a consumer product. So I don't know if... Pass-through AR can get to a true consumer product. One thing quickly is, do you remember a few weeks ago, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure you must have discussed it on the show, but the um, where it was showing these eye, Facebook Reality Labs was showing this footage of these eyes which were shown on the outside of yeah, these right. glasses. Actually, we didn't talk about it in the show, but yeah, okay. I, I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what I was thinking is that could be used, it's a perfect use case for not closing off people, but having... Rather than being used in VR, they could use that in AR, in pass-through AR. So you can still see the wearer's eyes, and they can interact in the same way as they would if they were wearing transparent glasses. I see it more useful for that kind of stuff rather than, than VR. Okay. Um, let me just quickly, because Skiva did ask about Dr. Grubort's right. Invaders, exactly. and that, yeah. that's one of the main titles. That's one of the famous titles of Magic Leap 1. And it's fantastic. It's, it's, it really is a highly polished uh, shooter. It's a wave shooter, more or less. But you do have these interactive elements in terms of like talking to NPCs and that kind of stuff as well. And that's all cool. The main limiting factor with all of these kinds of optical AR headsets is the field of view, both in the Magic Leap 1 and in the HoloLens 2. Exactly. And it, it is a limiting factor. I've heard people say that you sort of get used to it after a while, and maybe that's true, but it's still a frustration. You, I can't not see it. It's always there, this frustration of having your digital view closed right. off suddenly and you can't get close enough to things you can't there's, there's this clipping thing with magic leap one as well yes like it will start clipping things away if you get too close like these little dioramas that you see you can't really get that close to them because as soon as you get close they'll, they'll clip and they'll just disappear and it's you know these things are all limitations of where we are at the moment i suppose we are spoiled by VR because we already have yeah. like a like a wider yeah, field of view. So, so so that sucks. Yeah. Anyways, um, so which was the most fascinating thing on that device? Is it like this um, Doctor Grodbort's or what? Uh, what, is, what yeah, Doctor Grodbort's Invaders. That's one of the, uh, the 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 
I suppose the best, most impressive things that you can do. But it's not the most, I don't think it's the most fascinating. There's, there's plenty of different things on there. Just little, there's this thing, which is a collaboration with uh, the band Sigur Ross. And it's a, uh, like a, it's an experience more or less, like an interactive experience. But I, I love Sigur Ross, the band, and it's just an impressive little light show, really. That's what this this thing is. And that's great because it does utilize all of your real furniture around your rooms and you have all of these things sprouting out of your walls and stuff. Um, the general concept of AR, whatever it is, you know, when I, I've only had it for two weeks, I'm, ju- I'm just impressed with the general idea of it, just using it at the moment. So there's not really one thing that is really blown me away with it it's all blown me away in the very limited scope of what it can I, do i guess as well for you gary because obviously like you know we're all vr and ar nut jobs here aren't we let's face it so you can see the Don't potential you, you, you can almost see what this means for the future you know yeah. as well so even though it may be limited now you can um, you know i'd be thinking but just imagine what this is going to be like when it's you know the technology is really there that's exactly um, it. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's the same as when I first tried VR. You know, people tried VR in 2016, 2015, 2016, and you could say, yeah, it's great, but it's a gimmick and this kind of stuff. Well, don't look at it for that. Look at it of what this technology means going for, just to have a little bit of foresight and understand what this could mean for the future. I think that's the takeaway with a lot of this yeah. stuff that, that we use as well. Absolutely. And you know what? Um, we, we're so early right now with AR, and I think we will also slightly, um, slowly and slowly get there where we are now with VR, where lots of people are using it. I mean, it's still not so many people who are using VR, but it feels like lots of people are using it for us in our yeah. little little bubble that we that we are in, right? Yeah, yeah, right. But it's it's cool to see that we're also getting there slightly with with the Quest Two with its AR features. Right now with workrooms, we're going to talk about it yeah. today a lot. And there's also like some parts which are a bit AR-ish, and that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah cool that you finally have your glasses, your AR glasses. I know that you've been waiting for them for a long time <laughs> to yeah. try it out, right? <laughs> I really have. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically been my last two weeks uh, it's been wrapped up in in using magic leap one um but yeah that's pretty much all i wanted to say okay. um, so yeah sebastian what have yeah, you right. been up to yeah i've also done some things obviously of course <laughs> about virtual reality so i checked out here this year this is a quest head strap so until uh-huh. now i've been using the elite strap with battery which i totally love because it's more comfortable than the original head strap and there's more battery of course but i also wanted to try something something else because actually i got lots of great feedback from the community about this head strap here this is the bobo vr m2 and by the way not sponsored i bought it by myself and this is some kind of halo strap which will give you a similar comfort than uh, as the the PSVR because it's simply the same concept. Just just check this out. It's it looks very similar, right? And I must tell you, I was very impressed by it. It's really good. It's absolutely fantastic. So if you are looking for a better strap than the original, then this is a good choice. It's going to set you back forty euros if you get it from That's your. Good. If you get it from your Amazon, uh, from your local Amazon store, however, if you get it from AliExpress, it's only going to set you back like 20 euros, but you have to wait for for like two weeks or so. But it's really, really 
good. It's actually great. So if you haven't watched my video about it, check it out. It's on my channel. The only thing that I'm missing, of course, now is the battery. Since I really, really need that extra battery life, since just two hours, it feels like it's always empty if it's on the on the normal one. It just is. This is the feeling that I have. Like two hours is not enough for me. Yeah. I'm more. constantly charging my Quest all the time. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. You have to constantly <clears throat> charge it. So I love the 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 Elite Strap with with battery. It's it's way better. So now I'm going to do a mod. Next week, I'm going to mod like a battery pack here under it. Uh, and I, I bought some some kit to do it, actually really made, especially made for this. So that's going to be exciting. And um, yeah, I, I love it. I really, really love that thing. It, it makes it even more comfortable, even more comfortable, comfortable than the Elite Strap with battery. So now looking forward to mod that battery on there. It's amazing what you can still do with, with the Quest, like how you can mod it and how you can make it better. Yeah. And lots of people are doing all kinds of uh, cool things with the Quest. And uh, yeah, I, I personally, I love to mod these headsets, you know. I mean, I'm the Franken <laughs> inventor, so, <laughs> so so absolutely, you should you should totally try try this if you want a better comfort and if you want to get rid of this uh, front heaviness of this. This is this is really fantastic. Yeah, that's the thing. What that looks like, it looks like it's got a bit more adjustability as well. Because yeah, like yeah, with this can, one, exactly, it's kind of like you're either have it like that or. Right. You know, you yeah, can't right. really move things around a bit more, but with that, it looks like you really yeah. cut back the back of your head. You can adjust it here. There is yeah. an angle. You can adjust it here. You can put this whole thing more to the front. It's There's lots of different things you can do. It's it's great. It's really great. And yeah, Skiva. Skiva says, I got to try it. <laughs> Skiva, <laughs> you got to try it. It's, it's really good. It is really, really good. And um, yeah, you can get it from AliExpress for like $20, which is like a steal. Absolutely good. Yeah, then I did uh, another video about um, my new um, laptop from XMG, which is my hardware partner. So I'm lucky they, they sent over these cool <laughs> hardware devices and I get to use them for the channel. And um, this is a laptop with an RDX 3080, with a mobile RDX yeah. 3080. And yeah. Anything. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. So I do hang out quite a lot in my caravan when I'm not in the city. When I need to get out of the city, I'm in my caravan, and then there I would use my laptop. And sometimes we also leave um, the city and drive around with lept with the caravan. So in these instances, then I can still do PC VR. And having a mobile RDX 3080 is great. It's really great. So with this device. I can do full resolution Reverb G2 on the go. And yeah, it is great. It's, it's not as good as the desktop RDX 3080, right? But it's still really, really good. So for all people who, who need to do like, um, yeah, Reverb G2 full resolution PC VR on the go, yes, you can pick up RDX 3080 laptops right now. Still not cheap. Yeah, this the one that I have. It's cost like two thousand six hundred euros. So it's it's very expensive. But it's That's a lot, isn't it? It's, wow. it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I just yeah. think, <laughs> but it's great. Unless, unless wireless, you know, unless you really definitely want a laptop, I just feel 
you know, uh, you'd just be better off with a PC, to be honest, a gaming PC. I think. Yeah, yeah, but of course. If you don't, if you don't need it on the road, or if you yeah. right. But in this, probably some people need that to go on exhibitions in the future again, or actually, it now starts again. So for for some people, it makes sense. But on the long run, everything will simply come from the cloud. You know? Five G. <laughs> yeah, really, really. I mean, right now, yes, we still buy like two thousand six hundred euro laptops to do that, but. In the not too far away future, everything is just being rendered in the cloud. But right now, <laughs> we're still not there. <laughs> well, yeah, but you say that, but like, I, you know, I'm I'm going to Ireland again soon, and oh yeah, cool. I would love to take a laptop with me and then maybe do a bit of flight simming high end off the cloud. But if I'm in the middle of, let's say, you know, the, <laughs> a mountain range or something, and I'm, I'm not going to have the cl well, I'll have clouds, but not those those kind of clouds. <laughs> you know, I just think <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a nice idea, but it's going to be a long time before we have it the way we want it. I think. Ah, uh, not so long. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I love well, in that case, Steve, you need to get a laptop. You need to get this yeah. laptop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I do. Actually, I've just talked myself yeah. into it, haven't I? Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Check it out, and, and there's uh, my affiliate link down. Please use it. I wonder, oh, I wonder how yeah. well it runs Microsoft Flight Simulator, though. Because well, yeah. do, do you know the the oh. actual like difference in performance between the the mobile. Uh, the the laptop 3080 and the, like, oh, the desktop. Oh, I think the, the desktop is way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like way better. Way so better. yeah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna this. Find is, I'm gonna have a look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is. Um, um, I did the Open VR benchmark, and then people oh, can check it yeah. out. So yeah, it's 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 forty uh, percent yeah. slower. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so that's quite a lot. <laughs> it's quite a lot, but. To be able to bring it anywhere is pretty cool. It, it, I guess as well, just quickly, sorry, yeah. Sebastian. I suppose no as well, if you <laughs> plug it in, it can boost that power up as well. Uh, if it's running off battery, it's going right. to run at a lower power mode as well, I, I would guess. Um, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. Some people are always going to want that kind of portability anyway. I think uh, so. Kind of stuff. I think so. Some people yeah, are really like on right. the road all the time, right? And then, then they might need it. Yeah. Right, actually, exactly. yeah. No, even though what I've just said, one of my uh, good friends, even though he, it's really weird, he doesn't go anywhere, really. He doesn't go anywhere with it. He always has a gaming laptop over a PC. He's got one in his office and he has a laptop sat there rather than a PC. I don't understand that thinking, but that's how he likes to do things. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no? So there right. are people out there, even if you don't want to go around the world with it or anything. Right, right. Skivol says nothing compares to his PC running 3080. Yeah. 3090. Yeah. Uh, 3090. 3090. Yeah. 3080 <laughs> is my PC, right? Wow. Yeah, they... 3090. That must be good. He's looking down on me, his peasant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 3090 crowd. Oh, yeah, you've got a 3090 as well. Oh, I, I have, know. yeah. It's a beast. 3090 beast master thing. race here. <laughs> 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 Very nice. Yeah, portability is the key, says Shoujo. Um, Gary, are you, like, um, traveling a lot, or are you mostly um, in your office there? Yeah, mainly in the office. And if I do travel, I'll just take the quest, honestly. I'm, yeah, I'm not. Sense. Yeah. yeah. I, it'll only be for a few days. And if I'm traveling, it's for a reason. So I won't have a lot of time anyway, I suppose. Yeah, um, right. So, yeah, it will always just be the quest for me if I'm traveling. Yeah, it's, it's for, I'm not allowed to sense. take my quest to Ireland. I've been told I'm not allowed oh. to. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, of course. So you're going um, with your girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. And I actually said to her today, I was like, do you know what? I might just take the quest of him. You should have no! seen the look I got. Oh, my God. I was like, I was just joking. <laughs> but, like, I've never done that before. I've never taken 
any form of gaming device with me on holiday and it's it's kind of thing i would never usually do really but because i know i can i kind yeah. of want to even yeah. if i just use it for like 10 minutes or something just to go oh my god i'm in a hotel room and i'm you know <laughs> using a is exactly cool. it that is exactly yeah. it because i've done the same thing it's like you go you go on holiday you see all the sites and you want to enjoy the sites yeah. of being away why why would you then want to immerse yourself <laughs> no, 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 you're right. in this which you can do any time at home anyway but yeah, exactly. you do it for the novelty you do it for it the is yeah. that's all it is really so yeah, i might right. still like it's so small i could just sneak it in the top box or something i'm sure yeah. she wouldn't make this yeah but also on my on my last trip when i was going around germany in the caravan i also brought my my quest with me because I thought like, yeah, cool. Probably in the evening, I'm going to be there with my quest. But then no, not at all. I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know, doing other things. And yeah, makes sense. <laughs> we, we did do, do a, a couple of YouTube videos though, like from your caravan. Yeah, think, right, yeah. right. Because um, I did That's get, um, I get, I, um, HEC sent me the Focus 3 to my holiday. And then I, I made a video there about it. Oh, cool. Yeah, right. That was pretty cool. Yep, right. Anyways, then I did another video, which was all about the no, the Horizon workrooms, <laughs> right? Oh, wow, wow. I was so fascinated by this um, app. We're going to talk about it later. And um, yeah, Steve, you watched my video, right? Uh, no, I'm just laughing because uh, my <laughs> girlfriend, uh, she's actually just listened to exactly everything I've just said. So, she, so I, I've been found out. That's it <laughs> <Yeah>. now. That's <laughs> it. Oh, wow, now. your girlfriend is watching these shows. That's yeah. good. Like, like my wife, she's not watching even a single video. She's absolutely not interested in 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 uh, in here. She's a star, isn't she? She's like yeah, huge. Yeah. She's 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 a way more successful YouTuber than <laughs> than I am. <laughs> Like like a couple, like a week ago or so, she made a video about uh, drinking bubble tea. You know this uh, Taiwanese bubble teas, and then okay, after like a couple of days, hundred fifty thousand views. She's just drinking bubble teas. I'm gonna <laughs> try that. Like, oh my goodness! Like I like I'm <laughs> investing so much time into these videos. Okay. 500 views <laughs> yeah ah so funny yeah exactly yeah. yeah but it's okay it's okay i'm happy that she's uh, so successful so <laughs> i can buy beers with her money it's amazing <laughs> that's fair that's yeah fair. that's totally fair all right okay cool that was my week yeah very good so now let's talk about our facebook topics <laughs> shoujo says only because she's cute yeah she's She's definitely cuter than me. That makes so much sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so now let's talk about the topics. So the topics today are only Facebook. We have got three topics. Probably not going to talk like like so long about it. I'm not sure. I have no idea. So let's see. Let's see how it goes. Let's just go with the flow. But probably there's not going to be a two-hour show today. Let's see. Let's see. Perhaps who knows. So. Let's start with the, this topic here and um, wait, let's hear this. So Facebook Connect. Facebook Connect will be held online on October 28th. So it's the second time it's going to be held online before it was called Oculus Connect. Since last year it's called Facebook Connect. And this show is all about the new XR stuff that is coming out of the Facebook labs, the Facebook reality labs. And normally they do like to use these shows for some major announcements. So last year they had an amazing show and I can still remember how great it was. And in this show, 
they introduced the Oculus Quest 2 and all the cool gear that you could get with it, like the Elite Strap and how cool everything was. And I must say, I, I loved, I really, really loved last year's show. And they simply showed how how good they are with all these things because then with with launches in general because a couple of weeks later you could actually get the quest 2 i think every everyone most people got it and they had a fantastic launch so who knows what's going to happen this year and that's what i want to speculate a bit with you guys so what do you think do you think that on this facebook connect facebook is going to have something exciting up their sleeves do you believe that they're going to come up with a big new hardware announcement um gary let's start with you what do you think uh, do they are they having something big that they're going to announce um well the, if the things that they possibly could announce we know that there is probably a, a quest pro coming quest 2 pro coming um but we don't know whether that will be announced here or whether that will be a little bit later on. It's possible that they could announce it for release next year or something like that early next year, perhaps. You see, the thing is as well, I, I don't know, like last year, I wasn't expecting a Quest 2 last year. I wasn't expecting that to be announced because it was so, such a short period of time between the original Quest launch and then the that Quest 2. That was strange. That was strange. It was. But then again, I love my Quest 2 and I think it is a... a, a decent upgrade over the original quest in in some ways at least and a lot of the features are now coming to quest 2 if not exclusively then first at, at the very least so i don't want to rule out the fact that they could potentially announce a quest pro it would still be strange but having <laughs> said that this is a product that could it would sort of be released alongside existing quest 2 as well so from that point of view, the fact the Quest 2 has only been out a year is almost irrelevant when they announce the Quest Pro because um, that will just go alongside the, their current products anyway, I, I would imagine. The Quest Pro will just be a, a higher end, a, a more expensive version with extra features. So it's possible, although if I'm predicting, I don't think that is what they will announce this time. The other thing is the possible smart glasses that they've mentioned before. All oh, right, exactly. They said it's going to come out in the end of this year. Yeah. Didn't they? Oh, that makes something. Sense. Yeah, I don't know if that's. I don't remember if that's. I the remember case, that. I remember yeah. that. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean that's the other possibility. I think if if that's true, then they've got to announce them and give at least some details on them and that kind of stuff. Um, that's interesting. Um, the other just final prediction that I would make is here's the prediction that I want more than anything else, and that is content for the Quest Two, which has depth. I'm getting a little bit tired of ninety, eighty to ninety percent of stuff that's coming out on the Quest Two short arcadey bursts yes. of games totally I want, agree i want depth and i want bigger titles to be announced yes, on that front absolutely. and somebody mentioned resident evil 4 that mm. that will probably be be a good guess but i want Assassin's something Creed, that, hopefully yeah that's true yeah yeah so we, we might get more information on those titles as well assassin's creed splinter cell um but yeah those kinds of right. things that's what that's the one mm. thing that i really want rather than hardware this year although i'll be interested <clears> in the smart glasses it's the the content for the quest too Okay, okay, right. So, um, Steve, uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think they will blow us away like last year? Or I think they're going to resurrect the Rift. It's going to be a <laughs> Rift 3 with 170 Rift. degrees field of view, OLED 4K. No, sorry. Um, 
I yeah, I agree with Gary actually. In fact, AR is going to be the next thing for them, isn't it? In terms of their, yeah. their sort of development, particularly with like AR glasses or something that's going to be, they're going to sell loads of those. I can just imagine how they're going to be like the next thing because like everyone's got these smartwatches at the moment, they're these Apple smartwatches. It's going to be like that. Everyone's going to be going around using those. So it would make sense for them to, uh, you know, show something like that. But I do feel that, I don't know, a Quest Pro or maybe a, some sort of, like sporty version, like a quest, you know, like uh, like gym edition or something. I don't know, you know, something along the lines of the Quest Two, but you know, like a more of an upgrade option. I, th- I can see them doing something like that. Um, but I, I, I really hope, like Gary said as well, that I am getting a bit fed up as well. I mean, I, I've been enjoying Sniper Elite recently on the Quest, but I mean, I just, I really want that really full fat game. That's exclusive to the quest 2 you know especially now it's been i mean how long has it been out now over a year we need those exclusive titles and i appreciate it takes a long time for them to develop something like that specifically for the xr2 chipset but we can see what it can do it's actually quite a remarkable powerful headset and i do feel something like assassin's creed don't know how they're going to do that actually i'll be very intrigued to see how they go about such an yeah. open world like that. I don't think it will be anywhere near what the PC experience would be, but something along those lines where we've got these little areas where we can just, you know, kind of be like a sandbox type experience. Uh, that would be, that's what it need. That's what we need right now, I think. Uh, but I mean, that's what I'd really like is some sort of PC VR headset announcement, but obviously <laughs> that's not going to happen. You're not going to get it. Uh, but even maybe a Quest Pro with a, display port you know something so i can actually use it as a mm. native vr headset you know i know i know i'm dreaming it's not, now it's but not happening it's we're going be... away they're going definitely away from pc it doesn't make yeah. sense for them to to do something like this all right okay i can dream yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> i understand yeah well i also think they are going to talk about their Ray-Ban smart glasses. They're not going to be full-featured AR headsets or nothing like the Magic Leap. And I think that makes sense because if you want to do something like Magic Leap, it's not going to be sleek. And the technology is still not there, as we've seen, right? There's simply not enough FOV and it simply doesn't look good enough to have that dream AR glasses that we're talking about. But... I do think like a very cool Ray-Ban headset that looks good and that people might want to wear outside, which gives us notifications and which, yeah, puts like the, the food in the door for what's going to come in AR. That makes so much sense. And they did say they're going to launch this in the end of this year. So it makes sense that they're going to talk about it now on on the connect and then probably it's going to happen in the holiday season of this year so this is something that i'm also obviously interested in and see if the mass market would adopt this kind of ar glasses which are light I think would. yeah i think so too which are like not intrusive as in they don't have any cameras so you're not going to be the the glass hole that, that you wear when you're running out around with the with the um, google glass something that will simply give you some information that something that where you don't have to pull out your phone something mm. that will sim- simply say okay i don't know um turn right now <laughs> if you have like google maps running or something just showing you quickly your notifications. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I think it will be the watch. What the watch can do. Yep. On for on example, your yeah. Face. I think yeah, that's, that's exactly. the first situation. Um, but I just thought of something really cool. I would buy one if there was a way of connecting it up. So you know, when I'm on my motorbike, I could wear these glasses and I have like a heads-up display of my speed and everything. That would yeah, be yeah, amazing. Exactly this. Exactly I would buy this for that. Happen. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Cool. Yeah, and then <laughs> most probably it's uh, wirelessly connected to your phone, not with not with a wire like like the Unreal, which makes it's, it's going to make it really cool, honestly speaking. So, did you did you yeah. see the um, the snap glasses, the spectacles? Because um, they're yeah. doing something actual AR esque with some of their right. stuff as well. That has to be tethered to mobile phone, I believe the the, the more advanced version, at least. Right. Um, but it's interesting that, that companies are going in that direction. I, I, I think that Facebook will be more or less like the, the current version of what Snap are doing with their smart glasses, effectively. Very similar mm -hmm. to what you're describing there, Sebastian, with sort of yeah. notification-based stuff, really. Right. I think that makes the most sense right now. Like, to slowly get the masses to understand what this can do for you. Right, rather yeah. than to try to make everything <laughs> yeah. like, like like Magic Leap tried and failed miserably, right? Yeah. But rather like slowly get there and um, yeah, like like introduce the masses to wearing some some headset, which will give you some ideas about how the future will be. So I believe that we're going to see this device for the first time on that Facebook Connect, and. About the Quest Pro, well, it's not going to appear this year, but probably they will talk about it somehow. Like, give us an idea about where they're going with, with the Quest line. So when we talk with Stan from Lynx, he also talked about what he thinks, what they're going to do. And he said, in his opinion, they're going to show the Quest Pro, which has color pass-through. And in my yeah. opinion, it makes so much sense since now they're starting with that pass-through, right? Like, for example, in Horizon workrooms. Oh, wow. Yeah. That pass-through. That, 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 that was cool. I saw that. The table pass-through is so yeah. cool. And you couldn't even see that in my stream because it doesn't stream what I saw there, right? But it's good. It's so good. And to have that kind of thing in color, I believe it makes so much sense for that Quest 2 Pro, yeah. right? This is really the thing that where they could put like two extra cameras here, which are colored and would simply give you that perfect pass-through for all the AR things that this already can do to show us in which direction we're going to go. And probably they're going to give us a peek about that and probably, yeah, we'll find out what the next Quest can do, the Quest 2 Pro. And probably we will have that device sometime next year. Who knows, probably in April, probably could be, could happen. So. I think this Facebook Connect is going to be really interesting. Like all the time, I think they they really know how to wow us, right? Facebook is really a company who is perfect at these kind of shows, and I'm personally looking forward to that show. I'm just about to actually say, if you know, with these glasses, it's going to connect to your phone. In which case, yeah. it will be running through the Facebook app. Do you think? In which case, these glasses yeah. will be incredibly competitive they've learned every they've learned so much about uh, the quest 2 and how popular it's been because of the way they've marketed it they're going to do the same with these glasses surely it's going to be the same kind of thing you'll have to log in with facebook with yeah, on your phone suck. 
I, I just got a feeling they're going to go down that route. But because of that, they're going to be really, really good price, like two mm. two hundred fifty pound or something. I don't know, whatever. That part I'm not sure, honestly speaking, because they know how much backlash they got with that um, Facebook login, and I do think they also realized that this was not the smartest move. I don't know. No, I, I, I think they will. I don't you think, think they care. So? I don't think they no, care. I don't, I don't think you don't care. think they care about MRTV videos like being really <laughs> angry? <laughs> I think you need to get more angry. These these glasses. I wonder if because they they probably won't be uh, branded with Oculus. So we purely branded with Facebook. Um, okay. I, okay. I personally okay. think, um, but I I don't know if they'll use. I, yeah, I mean, it makes sense for them to use the Facebook app in that case. I didn't know if they would provide an, an, yet another app uh, to run these these mm -hmm. smart glasses separately. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think either way, they're going to want people to log in with Facebook. And yeah, of course uh, they want us to do that. And I, I don't Damn. think they'll stop doing that. They're, I think if they if they stop doing it, it would look like a reverse, and there's no way yes. they want to have that yeah, kind totally. of uh, impression. But what, it's, what, it's, what kind of extra functionality would that Facebook login give you? Like, like Facebook Messenger notifications, oh, yeah, things okay. like that. And it, it fits yeah. perfectly, doesn't it, really? In fact, if anything, it's more likely to be in glasses like that connected to your phone than, a, than the Quest. If it was the other way around, it, it, you know, we'd be more unlikely for a VR headset to have that login. So beans that has, there's no doubt in my mind, it's, you know, glasses you're going to wear specifically for messages and you know, social media purposely. And it, they'll have a camera on there. You'll take a photo and it'll upload it straight to your Facebook page and this kind of stuff I, as well I, if you want to do that. It would be I don't think this. I don't think it's going to have a camera. I really don't think so. I will be, I think it will. And I'll be really? amazed if it doesn't because I, even Snap, Snap have their cameras because I, th I think it's going to be an integral part because if they don't have the camera now, when they bring a camera in later on, it's going to throw up all of these other concerns. By adding a camera in straight from the, the start, these glasses need a camera. That's the way it is. Then I think they can get in on the ground floor by having okay, cameras in there um, okay. personally. But I don't think it necessarily needs one, but I think it will add, add an extra layer of functionality in there as well. It will have. It would have more functionality, but, well, there would be lots of other questions concerning privacy, right? Yeah, but we know they don't care, and they just they, try to force in their way. <laughs> they don't care, and also the Quest has cameras already, so they'll just say, Quest yeah, needs it, these need it. <laughs> you're right, but for the Quest, you're using it at home. But for these, they want us to wear them everywhere, right? They, they do, and that's a good point, but they can also have the use case of Snap, which have had these glasses out for years, which have cameras on from the very beginning. They've always had these cameras on, these Snap smart glasses from the very first version. So, of course, it does because that's what that's their main use. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Facebook would want to release a product that doesn't have that functionality in spite of everybody's privacy concerns around Facebook. I think it's, it's going to be essential for what they want to do with that headset. Okay. Yeah, well, let's see. And, well... Fantas says, well, people in general don't care about privacy. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah. If it's, if it's, yeah, in, yeah. In Germany, I would not agree. <laughs> in Germany, we really care about these kind of things. Hmm. So, I, 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 you know, I take, uh, I say privacy here, but <laughs> I take it very seriously. But I don't take it seriously if I'm on the internet because it's <laughs> but, just. But there, you should take it very seriously. 
Well, well, no, because you know, it's 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 you could get hacked. You could get it's a social media platform. It's the it's just some million possibilities of way of of my data being shown somewhere. So you know, I just think it's it's just the world we live in. I I, don't, I kind of maybe I shouldn't, but I kind of accept it as a, a way of being when I'm on the internet or online in some capacity. But privacy, if it you know, I keep it away from the internet. Keep it away from any any other any other way of uh, media in that respect for me. So, well, having said that though, I don't really like login Facebook thing. I mean, no one does, but uh, I, I really think that it's here to stay. <laughs> I really do. And, and it's, depends, it's depends, depends. Yeah. That's a great way now to talk about the next topic. And the next topic is that the FTC is suing Facebook again. So let's, let's um, dig into this story here. After having its antitrust case against Facebook rejected by a judge earlier this year, the FTC has chosen to continue pursuing the case by filing an amended complaint, which it says includes additional data and evidence to support allegations of Facebook wielding illegal monopoly power. The amended complaint bolsters the FTC's monopoly power allegations by providing detailed statistics showing that Facebook had dominant uh, market shares in the U.S. personal social networking market. So this is now the difference. For the first time that the FTC tried to, to um, sue, FTC, uh, sue Facebook, they actually didn't like um, narrow it down to that personal social networking market. And because they didn't, Facebook simply said like, hey, there are other uh, companies that there's, that who are very successful, like Twitter and TikTok and LinkedIn, right? So actually, you, you can't make the case that we are a monopoly. But now the FTC is narrowing it down on personal social networking market. Right, like your friends, your friends that you communi communicate with. And actually, for the first time now, in that complaint by the FTC, they also mention the metaverse and that in the future and the future technologies, they also mention it that Facebook might also have that monopoly in that personal social networking. And well, with Horizon, probably we will get into this as well. So now they're trying it for the second time, and now their complaint is double as long as the first time. And it's going to be really interesting to see how this time, yeah, what's going to be the outcome of this. And well, before we had the show, Gary and me found out that we are not really here yeah, well. We don't really understand the, the 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 details of this of these kind of things. Yeah, but uh, Gary, um, simply tell us like what are your thoughts, your feelings? Yeah, even though yeah, right. I'm not. Uh, yeah, because I'm not a legal guy. I don't know, it's especially <laughs> with U.S. law. I mean, that's even right. further removed from from what I understand. Um, but so RG just commented, so saying suing doesn't mean regulating; it means getting a taste of the action. So that's the thing. Presumably, even if they even if they do do sue Facebook and they win, then it goes further beyond that to what they have to do with, in terms of regulating, separating up different parts of their company. I think that's what they're really trying to do, isn't it? They're trying to separate Instagram out, um, right, exactly. WhatsApp, 
yeah, right. in, into separate companies. It doesn't include Oculus because presumably Oculus is too small a part of their company at the moment and it's all tied in with Facebook Reality Labs and that kind of stuff. Um, but so to me, this is... So they're, they're going for this again and they're trying to do the same thing that they tried before. And the question that I, I guess I would come back to is, do I consider... Facebook to be a monopoly and in terms of social media I'm not sure necessarily I'd consider them a monopoly but they certainly have anti-competitive practices in my opinion and just bringing it right back to VR the anti-competitive practice a pro-consumer practice is the Quest 2 as a, as a case in point the Quest 2 they are losing money by most people's accounts, as far as we know, it's pretty safe to say that they are losing money on every unit that's sold. Absolutely. They, they are they are subsidizing it. And by doing that, it's pro-consumer. However, it's anti-competitive uh, because there are only a few companies in the world that could take a hit like that. And so, in my opinion, that's an anti-competitive move. But, you know, I, I'm in two minds about this because I, I guess I don't know enough about the legal side of it. Yeah. For me, that's an anti-competitive move. But... Fine, I'm a consumer. I don't. But but Gary, <laughs> I, I agree with everything you said. But if you see it on the long run, I don't really think it's pro-consumer. So right now, if you look on the short term, yes, okay, amazing, it's super nice. We can get this device for two hundred ninety-nine dollars. But if you think about it, it's also not so pro-consumer because first of all, they get their way with forcing you to log in with your Facebook account, which will come with. With, with other things that you probably don't want, right? And yeah. there is actually no real competition because they drive out the competition. There is no HTC which can, who can offer a device for this kind of price. And now, well, you are stuck to this device. And yes, it's great. That is the good thing, right? But they forced you to, to use your Facebook login, which probably you would not do if there was a competing device which can do the same things. So yeah, on the short run, I agree with you. It's cool. It feels good. And uh, we humans, we like the, the the satisfaction in the short term, right? Yeah, but if yeah. you look at if you if you really look on the long run, I don't think it's good. No, absolutely right. Yeah, I mean the the privacy thing is, of course, it's uh, it's the by forcing you to log in in order to use these products in the first place. It's the same thing that we've discussed many times before. Right. And, and they are subsidizing it based on the fact that they know that they're going to get your data, which they can then sell on to uh, or use to sell products to advertisers and things like this. So it's it's all, all, all of this kind of stuff. Um, that, go, go, uh, Steve, what are your thoughts on this? Let's go over to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steve, what do oh, you think gosh. about that? Well, I'm kind of, I, I didn't even know about this. So I'm kind of listening to it as it happens. I'm just, you know, I wasn't sure. I didn't know this was happening, but... You're the fancy it, guy. Wing it. it, it, it. <laughs> but I am winging it now. But I'm just thinking, like, I just, I had this vision, like, you know those corner shops as a kid? You know those amazing corner shops, those sweet shops and everything, those little places that you go in and get your bread and your bakery stuff and that, and then a massive Tesco's plonks in the middle of it and then just everything dies and it saps all of those businesses up. It kind of reminds me a little bit like that in that situation. And um, Right, exactly. I just feel, I feel like Facebook are just pushing those boundaries because they can. They've got the best lawyers. They've got, you know, such a powerful position right now that they're, they're just pushing it as far as they can and seeing what they can get away with but it is quite scary um and that's all i was thinking as she was talking really but um yeah but yeah that's i'm kind of still getting my head around it really but as i say it's a, it's a 
it's complex kind of set an is, issue really it, it is complex and yeah i'm not again i'm not a legal guy and i don't know all the intricacies of this and i've not got time to go into <laughs> look into it all to be honest but the, the the thing is when when you hear these cases i don't think there's been any major like huge company that hasn't had this uh taken against them before anyway like microsoft have had anti-competitive behavior cases well. against them yeah apple, i'm sure true. apple must have must have done that apple right. have as well so facebook's just the next in a long line and i don't see it as being any any different and on this article uh on road to vr it says that there will be uh, sort of long-term repercussions for sort of vr and things like that and i'm just not necessarily certain that's the case because even if they split out facebook what will that mean to the end consumer um to me the data will still be collected in the same way the privacy will still be collected they can still i mean the anti-competitive practices if they are deemed to be anti-competitive will have to be reined in presumably but i mean there's only so much that that they can do even if they split out these companies well if in the future like Oculus would be split out from Facebook, then then this would have like big consequences because you would not um, log in with your Facebook account anymore. And well, it would be a whole different business model that that um, yeah Facebook would have to build. Yeah, they couldn't simply use this one. If Oculus get right. separated but as well, that's the other thing. I think even if that happens, that will be years away, year, many right. years away. Agreed. You know, Agreed. They, they made 70 billion pounds in profit last year. <laughs> Slightly more than MRTV. That's quite, it's quite a lot, that. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, but I, I do think that these things could have consequences. Like here in Germany, where we have very strict laws about privacy, well, Facebook <coughs> cannot sell their Quest 2. Well, it seems like they don't give uh, give a give a fuck about it since the Germans can still buy it from France or from the UK or what. But, well, in Germany, we're going to have that big lawsuit um, sometime in the future. And if it's bad for Facebook, probably other European countries will pick that up. And then Facebook is really in trouble because Germany might not be the biggest market. Well, it is a huge market. But if whole Europe goes away and then also they lose the case in the U.S., this could be, like, very serious. So, yeah. I, in my opinion, I still hope that they don't get away with simply forcing that Facebook login upon us, for example. That is one thing. I really still hope that something could be done about it and that they just don't get away with the things they just do. You know, like Facebook, they simply try. They are like, like very bold about their actions. They take bold actions but not always in the best interest of us, the users, but in their best interest, obviously, right? Makes sense. Yeah. It's so, so hard, so, isn't it? So I, 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 truly, I truly hope that the, regu- the regulations, if they are being like violated, that actually the governments would take action and not allow them to do it and not let them get through with it. And I must tell you, honestly, I, I love it that the German government is standing up against these things. And um, yeah, that's just like this, I believe that things could get better because if Facebook simply got their way, they, they would simply do whatever they want and they would bring us into a VR future that I personally 
don't like. I don't want our VR future to be Facebook reality. So I really hope that uh, something something could change. I hope for a virtual reality market in the future where there's more competition, where Facebook does not have that full power where they can simply drive out competition. And we did see these kind of um, cases where companies are either completely copied and then driven out. Like we had that case with with that um, your fitness, for example. Yeah, live. Yeah, live, <clears throat> live, for example. Right, where where, they, where where the competition is simply copied one to one and then driven out, or for example, big screen. They have a hard time to exist on on Facebook, right? Because they, they sell tickets for for movies, and Facebook has. The, the, this advantage, like they simply get this Facebook um, charge of 30% on top of everything. And when they offer their own movie movie rentals, they don't have to pay that, for example. Mm. So, this, so, yeah. Yeah. It's the, the, well, this is the same, exactly the same thing that Apple have been dealing with for years as well. So right, Facebook, right. Uh, I mean, sense. in some ways, Facebook sort of model, model themselves on Apple in a certain they way. They do. And, uh, yeah, look at the it looks like an Apple device. <laughs> yeah, well, all the packaging, it's kind of beautiful. It's all, yeah. It does. It's everything. And like face uh, Apple, for example. So you can't purchase certain things on Amazon directly on the Amazon app on Apple. You have to go exactly. through the browser and, and all of these things. And it's exactly the same thing. Like on big screen on the Quest Two, I believe that if you purchase the tickets from a website, then you can you can. You don't, they don't have to pay that 30%. But most people, of course, don't go through that extra right, right. And I might right. be wrong on that. I just assume that to be the case. But that's that's the same <laughs> thing, really. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's that kind of – it's this thing that affects these big companies that just hold a significant part of the market. And it's always going to be that case, in my opinion. And just finally as well, just to wrap up my thoughts on this, with regards to the, the privacy, what you were talking about there, Sebastian, it, mm-hmm. it marks a – slippery slope by letting them get away with certain things by pushing the boundaries to the very limit constantly in terms of privacy data collection and this kind of stuff it might be fine now and it might not affect most people now and but we don't know what is going to happen in the future especially in the direction that this technology is going we need to i mean i'm 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 on board with the side of reining facebook in as much as the next person um and especially when it comes to this uh, ludicrous amount of data collection and they don't disclose exactly what this data is going to be used for in future iterations of this technology. Um, And that's what needs to be stopped. Not necessarily whether I'm playing Beat Saber or watching porn in my quest. I I don't care if they know about that right now, but what could they do with that data in the future? You know what I'm saying? I think for me, like... This is anonymous data, isn't it, at the end of the day? So it's not anonymous it, no, is because it? No. Or is you it? logged in with your Facebook account. They totally yeah. know what you've been doing and they but use the data somewhere? to in to, to give you ad, to give you to sell ads, right? I mean If I was really bored one day and I wanted to know exactly where what that data is, is there somewhere I'm sure Facebook has some sort of policy where it outlines everything and how they collect their data there's got to be in this gdpr world we live in. yeah i mean i would imagine they've got to if you request that 
they have yeah. to disclose the data. Free, to yeah, free, uh, what do you call it? Uh, data exclosure, whatever you call it. But Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah it's got, <laughs> I would imagine they've got to have that because yeah, right. that would be illegal if surely it would be, wouldn't it? Again, I'm not yes. a legal guy. <laughs> it's got to it's be. But I just, yeah. But for me, where is the line? For, like, I can accept... It's why I've got my quest right here. I'm looking at it now because I've just spilt beer all over it. So hopefully it'll be all right. Um, <laughs> but like for me, the line is ads, adverts. Uh, and then it's not just because it's going to happen, of I course. Because it happens on my phone all the time. You yeah, know, I talk about it. Of course it's going to happen. There's no you know, question about it. Now that's, that's fine. But when I'm playing a game, as I think we mentioned the other week, uh, last week, right. and they're monitoring how long I spend staring at a certain sign or something like that and it's distracting me from the actual gameplay that to me is the is this last straw for me because it's all about for me immersion that's the, you know and being immersed in vr i'm not so bothered about this possibly anonymous data not quite sure now uh but it's it's the ads for me and they are pushing for that they, like you say gary and you know they are pushing they're prodding they're trying to see how far they can go because they can they have yeah. the lawyers they have the power and Steve, that is concerning let me tell you how it's going to be Right now, every like the whole ad thing is already like so good, right? You you look for something online, you look for I don't it know, is. I don't know what you're looking for, <laughs> something exciting, and then uh, suddenly everything is full of ads for that thing. Yeah, right. It's, it's even it's, if I'm talking about it now, that, my phone's the, listening to me. That's that's the thing. We are not so sure about if really our phone is listening. We sometimes oh, have we, we sometimes have the feeling. I, I still. Don't think it is. It's, they that say would be too, it's not. That it would be too crazy. I, think it yeah, is. I, I, I don't think. You know, oh. we, let me tell you one thing. We're not so sure <laughs> like about this right now, now right? <laughs> but we, are, we have all these assistants, Google Alexa, and we're not so sure. Do they listen to this in order to serve us ads? Perhaps they do, perhaps not, but we're not sure. But let me tell you one thing. When we are in Facebook Horizon in the future with our friends talking about stuff, then for sure they're going to use our spoken words in order to serve us the ads that we're talking that we're talking about that we're interested in so that's the big next thing they will have everything because of course our spoken word will go through to facebook and we have all like clicked on the oculus terms and conditions that we're totally fine with whatever we do inside the thing being used for ads. And yeah, that is how Facebook Horizon is going to make lots of money because they will know what we want and our personal conversations. They are not so private anymore in Facebook Horizon. So that is going to be the huge thing. So next time when you are in Facebook Horizon and when you talk with your friends about, wow, you really want to buy that new laptop Wow, your Facebook is going to be full of laptop advertisements. And it's not like, okay, probably your phone is listening in. No, you have said, I'm fine with Facebook doing these things. So th this is the huge thing about you being in VR. All of your movements are being recorded and your voice is being recorded too. too. So that is how our future is going to be in Facebook Horizon. The, um, I'm, I'm sure about that. You see, I'm just checking yeah. my phone to see if I've got any uh, messages about <laughs> VR headsets or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I, I mean, the ads thing is one one side of this as well. And we, we can talk about ads because that's where we see it most directly at the moment. And along with most other people, I don't want ads in games that I've, I've paid for. 
to subsidise other types of games in free games, of course. This has been said time and again. I'm, I'm sort of okay with it in in to certain types of games, free games and that kind of stuff. Is it, Yeah, that's okay. It, it's free. On, on uh, mobile phones, it's, yeah. I mean, and it's the way of monetizing something that sure. people don't want to pay for. So that's okay. Um, the, the other thing with regards to this that sometimes gets ignored is the biometric data, which is they can utilize this in the future for things that we don't know. So they are collecting this data and it's how long they are able to keep this data. And if you read the Facebook terms uh, terms of service and terms and conditions and stuff, you will see that they can they don't disclose, at least not directly of the what I've read. And I've, I've read through the whole lot, but the, um, there is only, I think there are extra things that you can read on top of this because they give examples of how long they can keep certain types of data. They won't say explicitly all the types of data that they are keeping unless that's in a separate document that I've, I've yet to see. Um, but they give examples. So they'll say we'll keep certain uh, biometric data, whatever, uh, with, with regards to this for, certain, for example, six months. They don't say they will actually delete it after that period of time. They just give an example that they 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 probably will keep it for that period of time and that's right. it. But they okay. don't give any defi- uh, definitive lines on this. And the point I'm making as well is about how this biometric data and things that say stuff about you as a person that we are not even aware of ourselves, how that can be used in future by future technologies and this kind of stuff. And if they've still got that data that they are collecting today, then that's the issue as well. And this is what I totally mean by agreed. a slippery slope. Um, the ads stuff... I understand that ads need to exist. The, mm-hmm. the internet wouldn't exist without ads. So fair play. I, you know, I've got no qualms about ads being existing and, and operating in that way. Agreed. And if I'm getting fed um, more relevant ads to me in certain cases, then then so be it. There is there is this underlying feeling, though, that there is more to it than, than just that. And that's the tinfoil hat comment there. Yeah, no, but I like it though. I like that though. And then, yeah, Colin says, then you might find a laptop you like. So I also agree. I'm not against ads, just like Gary. For me personally, it is just, and I've mentioned that on the show several times, for me, it's the feeling. For me, the feeling in virtual reality changes. Right now, I can go into VR, I can do my things, and I don't yeah. feel I'm being watched all the time. But if I know, like, in the Quest 2, like all of my movements, all of wherever I look at, all my, of my gazes are being like analyzed by Facebook. I don't have the same feeling in virtual reality anymore. And also, like if I'm later in Facebook Horizon and I say certain things to my friends and I know, okay, Mark is listening in now, not Mark himself, hopefully, <laughs> but, but the analytic engines are listening in in order to analyze me more and what I like and what I don't like, I don't have the same feeling in VR anymore. It would simply be as if here, uh, if I if I invite my friends over and we have a great time and there would be a camera looking at me all the time, I, I wouldn't feel as free to talk about everything, right? And that for me changes things in VR. And that is the Facebook reality that I don't want. I want to be in VR and and feel pri- that I could go and meet somebody in private. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just 
when you're saying all this, Seb, you've got your quest there. We're looking at you. It's just it's making me <laughs> yeah. nervous. You're right. You're right. But, it, but it's not turned on, and I'm streaming this to the, to the public, so it's fine. It's not turned on, or, or is it? Yeah, yeah you don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. but... Uh, so uh, somebody commented, uh, NV1790 said, are we still talking about lawsuits or are we talking about something else? And yeah, that's we, a good point because we, we were talking about lawsuits. Yeah. Yeah. All, all roads lead to Facebook privacy. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, because it's, it's it is related. about that. It is related. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, is also it is, related. Yeah. It is related. Yeah, right, right. So that's that's a very interesting topic. And, well, we'll see that topic play out when eye tracking is coming to the next quest, which it yeah, is that, going to happen. That's a bit worrying, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is boring. I'll, I'll go totally crazy upon that. <laughs> yeah, I won't start that one off. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But we're going to go now to our next topic. And the next topic is the following. It's Horizon Workrooms. Wow. And that was a very big surprise. And, well, Facebook has done it again. They have surprised us all because suddenly it was there. They simply introduced it and said, you know what, here is Horizon Workrooms. It's remote collaboration reimagined, re and you can use it right now. And I was like, what, even in Germany? <laughs> and I tried it, and it worked perfectly in Germany. So what is Horizon Workrooms? It is, it is an app on your Quest 2 that allows you to meet your uh, working colleagues or your friends or whatever, and it allows you to work together. It allows you to do lots of cool things. Let's check out the product overview. It allows you to bring your desk, computer, and keyboard into VR with you. So how that works, and let me play the, um, let me play the, uh, the trailer of that. Wait a moment, let me find it for a moment. Here it is, here it should be. So, yep, here it is. Can you still hear me? I hope yep. so. Okay, yep. okay, okay. Great. So, yeah, you can bring in your desk like this. So you simply would use your controller to scan your desk, and then the desk is in VR, which is pretty amazing. And, well, you can talk with all your uh, working colleagues, and the working colleagues appear as... The Oculus avatars, which, by the way, are incredible. And you can hold your presentation. You can bring in your keyboard, just like you see here right now. You can bring in your uh, your desk, as I mentioned in the beginning. And you can bring in also your your computer, your actual, your actual desktop. And you can share it with your colleagues in order to hold PowerPoint presentations. You can stand in front of the blackboard. You can draw something with your controller as if it was like a marker it's it's honestly speaking simply amazing in my opinion and for all the for all the colleagues that don't have um a quest 2 they can simply join that room via a webcam so it would simply look as if you are in that meeting room and some people are connected with their webcams you would see them on that virtual screen and they could simply join the discussion. And those people who are not in their quest, they would see it on their screen. They would see that virtual um, office on their screen just as if they would be in that um, yeah, video conference. Pretty amazing stuff. 
And Gary, you've tried it out. What are your first thoughts when you tried it out? Yeah, so I tried it out quickly and it was, so I went in there on my own. So there's sort of limited things that you can get a, a, an idea of, but you can try pretty much everything when you're on there, in there on your own anyway. And it's, I mean, it's fantastic. It's a great thing to have. And it's just a shame they couldn't get this. They didn't have something like this out at the beginning of the pandemic because this would have yes. definitely been a big deal then. Um, it's a big deal now though. So I think it's a great thing to have. The... Only thing I'd say is that this is going to work specifically well for certain types of companies. Um, and, of course, they've got to be like tech-savvy companies. Uh, the exclusions that you made there, Sebastian, people that don't have a Quest 2 or something like that can appear on a video feed. All I'll say is right. that, like, looking at these, so you've got the Facebook avatars, which, which are fine. They're, they're okay. Um, they're sort of very generic and very cartoony and this kind of stuff. And mm. I think sometimes if you've been in meetings in a workplace and things can get, uh, you've you've got a you've got pressure involved. You've got certain <laughs> deadlines and you've got to get you know tempers can get frayed. And you're looking at somebody across the table that looks like a cartoon. A weeble wobble, as yeah. Anthony would say. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, then it's gonna it's gonna have a little bit of disconnect for some people. And right. I think that's okay. going to be an issue but that's taking nothing away from it because i think there will be certain companies and certain organizations that can get something out of this and when i went in there the thing the big thing that i've seen a lot of people mention is how you can turn the quest to controller the quest controller over hold it like this and hold it like a, a marker pen and then you can draw in front of you and it's got full hand tracking as well, by the way. So oh, it's yeah. generally, it's really designed for being a hand tracking kind of experience. But you can use your Quest controller, draw shapes, and it appears on the board. Uh, it's just a nice little novelty, but it works so well. And it would come in really exactly. handy for certain meetings. Exactly. So I think it's, yeah, I, I think it's great. It's a great little app, which uh, I'm surprised hasn't been around for longer. <laughs> right, right. What, what, what are your thoughts, Steve, about that? Yeah, well, I'm Would gutted. you use something like that? Well, um, well, first of all, I'm gutted because I really wanted to try it before the show, but I just ran out of time. But I'm going to try it once we've finished because uh, yeah, okay. so I, I watched your video, Seb, as I was getting ready and uh, having my team watching it on the big TV. And uh, so, and I thought, actually, this looks really amazing. The way that right. they've designed it uh, looks very simple, very easy to use. And that's something very important because a lot of businesses, they're not going to be tech savvy. Um I do wonder, though, who is going to use this? I'm sure plenty of companies probably will, but, um, you know, I, I think, I don't know, I can't see it being something that's just going to be a huge game changer, even though the software itself is. I think it's brilliant. The way that you can use your keyboard, because previously you'd have to buy a separate keyboard so that it can work in VR and be tracked. But now you can today. This is, oh, the you're this, is, this is the magic <laughs> keyboard just to, uh, from Apple because oh, this oh. is being tracked. So I bought it today. Just, oh, you didn't buy it just to try it out. To try it. Wow, they're yeah. expensive, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah, expensive. I'm, but hey, I'm in you know, dedication for you. everything. Yeah, dedicated <laughs> to this whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, but I do like that, you know, peasants like me can, uh, you know, use the pass-through and uh, use my own keyboard. I'm going to try it's that because so I, I think that's very, very cool. Uh, and does signal the whole pass-through upgrade thing, hopefully, uh, eventually. But I also, quite, I was impressed as well with how it kind of... Um, tracked your facial expression even though there's no actual face tracking obviously it's fantastic um, 
because I looked at a bit of your interview as well. But I think we could do this in in this. I think we should try we it. Could. Maybe do like yeah, a, we can try it. a podcast. Yeah, I'd, I'd love it. to try it. When, when I went in and tried it yesterday, I was just thinking, I want I want somebody to try this with because that will right. take it to the next level. It's cool yeah, of just course. Trying your own, but you know, we, you're we, only getting we, a taste. We three should try it together. And probably yeah, let's can do it. Even take a little video about it yeah. and just show people how it is. And I can, I can bore you one you. of my presentations from work or something. Just like, <laughs> I, you know, oh, yeah. Just like <laughs> I can give you a, a German German presentation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I, I um, liked your presentation I, on the uh, on the video. You went, and now we're going to pr- do this presentation. And that was it. I was like, oh, I was going to actually just listen to it then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very but, cool. But, but I tried it with, with a friend of mine, and it's so good. It's really good. Especially I was really, just like I said, like amazed by those Oculus avatars. So yes, agreed, Gary, they are cartoonish and they will not work for a lot of situations where some people simply don't feel good using these cartoonish characters, right? Mm. But what they have done with these avatars in terms of how how the mouth moves, yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's, amazing. It's incredible. I was thinking like, okay, you don't even need mouth tracking anymore. It is so good what they did there just with the, the pure sound, with the pure audio of, of when you say something. Could it that is, because they've tracked your voice and they know how, how you speak yeah, and everything? Yeah, of course, of course so they do it like that's this. Basically, right? so, that's so how it they, is, yeah. they use some kind of um, artificial intelligence yeah, to make this happen. Yeah. But the eyes as well, you see, if you notice, because it uses yeah. uh, AI on the eyes, I believe, as well. So they'll they'll lock on to people that you're looking in the general direction of. And they'll oh, lock wow. on. And then even as you turn away, they'll remain locked on until you sort of get onto the next person. So it makes things like that more realistic as well. Right. <laughs> I was in a conference uh, in, uh, not what was it called? Um, alt, alt space, that's it. And yeah. uh I was I was actually doing a little presentation thing, and then there's just this one person just staring right at me like this yeah. for ages. But I know they wasn't really staring at me like that, but because obviously the avatar didn't blink, it didn't have any facial expression. Yeah. It was just literally right. At, it was actually I could feel it like burning into me, like my god. So it's just to have a little bit of variety and just movement of the facial expression, and you know maybe the eyes and stuff. They, it, it's the, just, you know, right. cool. The hands make a big difference as well oh, by having so hands tracking. Oh, that's so good. And you can gesture and do all this kind yeah. of stuff. It, that is really cool as in well. In presentations, you can say like, oh, okay, check here, this out, or, or oh, what does this mean, or here. It is so good, and you don't even need to hold your controllers all the time. No, no. And this, is, this is really like impressive, impressive it's, yeah, stuff. Very good. And um, yeah, with, uh, with that pass-through, when I tried it for the first time, I was truly blown away because I didn't have like a keyboard that is being um, like recognized already by that AI, right? So um, there's like three keyboards that are already supported, like the Magic Keyboard from Apple that I bought, and like uh, 87 euros, very expensive. Um, Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, and then um, a Logitech um, K8300. K830, I think. Yeah, which I couldn't buy. There's not many out there. I was just looking at the Apple Magic keyboards now. So, do, do both work with the key, uh, the numeric keypad, and without as well? Do you know? Uh, that, that one I don't know. That no. one I'm not sure. That one I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. No, I'll have to look into that. I'm just looking yeah. at the prices now. They're about eighty-two pounds for the one without the numeric keypad. Because I'd be interested to try this, but I don't know if I'd use it enough to warrant that price. To be honest. <laughs> Right, but I, I heard in general that this keyboard is pretty cool, and I can also use it with my iPad. So yeah, it's okay, I think. Yeah, 
<laughs> right. Um, anyways, so when I didn't have that yet, uh, and I, I tried this pass pass through mode, I was simply blown away how by how well that works. So only that area where your keyboard resides on your desk, the pass through is turned on, and even when you look to the side or what, it, it's, it's being perfectly tracked. And oh, the nice. rest, the rest cool. is still the virtual environment. So that pass-through mode works so well. And I was a bit sad that I couldn't show that when I streamed it because the pass-through wasn't shown in my stream. But I should do probably a through the lens or so just to show I think how there well is a setting works. you can enable that, I think. So you can show yeah. the pass-through okay, okay, some, okay. somewhere. That would be cool. And I really need to show how great that works. So you can totally work in VR. So the only thing that's holding that back in order for me to, to really work in VR is still the resolution of the Quest 2. It's not high enough to do that. On the on the Vario VR3, I could do that, but then it's like a huge thing on my head. And also, it would be great if there were like uh, the option to give me more than one screen because I do like to work on two screens and this kind of functionality is not already, is not there now. But I believe in the future, they will do that, and it's only going to be better. So for the very first version that they st just dropped on us, they did such an amazing job, really. It's it's pretty amazing. Well done. I must really say well done. It, yep. I think it's probably been inspired by lockdowns oh, yeah. and things, absolutely. Oh. Um, oh. And I imagine it would have taken a long time for them because it looks very polished. I mean, I haven't tried it myself it is, yet, but it, it is the whole polished. thing looks very, very well done. Oh, I would imagine, though, it's got to be something that they have been had thought at least thoughts of working on before. It must have been I in development so. from before, even before the pandemic and that kind of stuff, because it's such an obvious <laughs> use case for exactly. VR that's not gaming. This is one of the, the yeah. great ways. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that the pandemic, the pandemic has accelerated that, and they wish they could have got this out a year ago. That would have been agreed, agreed. And you know, I also think it's a very smart way to introduce their Horizon branding because this is not Oculus workrooms, this is Horizon workrooms. And by this use case, by showing you one use case and making it really like so good people will directly have a positive image about this horizon, right? Because the horizon thing itself, like that huge world that they um, like showed to us or that they advertised, probably it is not so great <laughs> because it, it, it takes a long time. It took a long time for them to come out with it. And they didn't come even, they even didn't come out with Facebook horizons yet. Facebook horizons being that big metaverse where people can make their own worlds and build their own games and these kind of things, they did not yet come out with it, right? And no, they it's are a, it's kind a of dragging it out. Closed beta. And I would be interested to see, because I've not got in. I'd, Sebastian, I don't think you've got into the no. Horizons closed beta and Steve. Um, but, I I'll be interested, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be interested to see if uh, who in chat has got into the Horizons closed beta and what you think of it. Because the overwhelming exactly. response is that it's not very good really, exactly it was moment. very negative from from people that i spoke to who were in this they were kind of underwhelmed and probably that's the reason why they didn't go public with it because it's simply not good enough but on with this little use case with this very special use case what they came up with is pretty pretty amazing so 
Yeah, Onikazi is in yeah, the close Oni better. So, so tell us, what, what are your thoughts about it? How, is it good? Is it bad? What is good? What is bad? Tell us a bit about it. I would really love to, to hear your, your thoughts about that. Now, the other question, of course, is will companies actually pick this up? And um, how about the concern that this is coming from Facebook. And for that, you know, I'm always concerned about this question. And I had this on my mind. Like, if I was a company, would I want to use that? Or could I use it here in Germany with all these privacy laws? And then when I signed up for it, I was kind of like feeling good because the first thing that they show you is like, okay, you can sign up for workrooms not with your Facebook account. This is something separate, actually. This is not your Oculus account. This is not your Facebook account. No, this is a workroom account just for this thing. And when you sign up for it, they show you something. And uh, it's also in their, p in their press release. And let me just read this out to you. Safety and privacy in workrooms. When you choose to collaborate with your coworkers in workrooms, you should feel in control of your experience and we build workrooms with privacy and safety in mind. Workrooms will not use your work conversations and materials to inform ads on Facebook. You see, that's that's, that's refreshing. That's refreshing, yeah. Additionally, pass-through process, processes images and videos of your physical environment from the device sensors locally okay so all the stuff that your cameras like will see it is only processed on the quest and not sent to facebook facebook and third-party apps do not access view or use these images or videos to target ads okay and i must honestly say i felt better wow. that's, <laughs> I, that's really I, clear i, I, I really I'm felt better about this clear message okay yeah. we're not using these images they are stored locally and yeah Make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> For now, they'll be adding that in, in an update. Yeah. That's Facebook <laughs> saying yeah. that, then, is it, about their software? Yeah, right. True. But, uh, yeah, well, I, I, I suspect that they're not lying to me, like, so so obviously. I mean, I... Well, the, 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 yeah, they, they can't use it if they're specifically saying that they're, they're not using yeah. it. Then I would imagine that they, they can't do that. So they won't lie about it. But I, I would imagine that this is simply because it's a workplace. It's an enterprise kind of thing. Um, and they, they've got to make headway in that and compete with similar things from Google. Um, you know, also Google Meet spatial, and like spatial, for example. There, there are other ads like, apps mm. like this out there, which are great. And we, I'm going to mention them in a moment again. <clears throat> right. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, I just think that they're doing that because they they have to. They don't want people that are, uh, companies don't want to have ads launch at them or, or anything like that. So I think they've got to do that. But it is refreshing. You're absolutely right. It's great that they are are putting that in their front and center, and, and people can make yeah. a decision. And that's the transparency that we need on the other side as well. Yeah, I think we just really that level do. Of transparency. Right. It's right. funny how a, a, a paragraph crafted so well and so clear like that can put your mind at ease and we yeah i know. was feeling much better so i, I yeah. even made a video where i was just praising it i was not even talking about these privacy concerns you know which i normally do but i didn't because i felt better however i must also <laughs> say that in order to use it in vr 
you still need your no quest answer. two, and into that quest two, you, for that for using that quest two, you again need a Facebook account. So if you would really want to use it in in that kind of work environment, you would have to tell your employees or your team members uh, yeah i'd have a problem that, with that that you need <coughs> to log in with your facebook account for that work thingy which kind of for me personally would not make that a viable no, solution. no. <laughs> you know the um the enterprise version of the quest 2 do you no. have to log in with that with a facebook account or no, is no, that, no that's exempt you have to so pay what, a subscription that's right. right yeah so what they'd right. have to do is if a company wanted to implement this they'd have to pay that subscription and pay exactly. a load of units yeah. and send those out exactly. to not have that link probably yeah that would make sense in that case it would make sense and i think they would work well yeah so um that is that is definitely a problem and I must again stress something. This whole Workrooms app, this idea is not new. And there are other companies who are who have been doing that for quite a time and who are doing it in a fantastic way. So I need to point out one that I personally really like a lot. It's called Spatial. They also offer this kind of functionality. And it's great. It's it's free and the great thing, and in my opinion, that is the big advantage that Spatial has over Workrooms, it's platform agnostic. So you can use Spatial with your Quest 2 if you want, but if you're not into Facebook and if you're not into logging in with your Facebook account, you can also use Spatial with a Steam VR app. So you can use it with your HTC devices. You can use it with your Valve Index, and you can even use it with your Unreal and with your um, HoloLens. So that is much better. Yeah. And Magic Leap, I've just looked it up. Okay, so you can okay, use it perfect. So, so this is what we can what try we, it together. Exactly, Sorry. that's what we should do. <laughs> I'll get in my Magic Leap. You can get in your HoloLens too. We'll meet up. Exactly. Oh, I feel left out now. I want one. Now. <laughs> so you can you can join with your Quest Two actually, or with your oh, yeah. other headset. So we can meet there in Spatial. So Spatial offers this, but for all headsets, and it's also free. And you can also bring in your desktop and you're more free actually. You can freely walk around and you can do all kinds of things. So Spatial is really an amazing app. And Spatial is not so cartoony. For Spatial, you will make your avatar in five seconds. Simply they will take a, a picture of you with your webcam and then they model an avatar which really looks like you. However, on the flip side, it doesn't have this great uh, mouth movements that now the Oculus system has. So, yeah, so there are pros and cons. But I must say other companies had this as well. And for this amazing feature with you using your controller and holding it like a pen, that is not Facebook's idea. That is from another company called We Are. It's a stupid name. It's really written like We Are, W-E. A-R-E, a very bad name, comes from a German company, and they are doing exactly the same thing. It's about collaboration in VR. And they had this first with you turning that controller and riding with, with the back, and it worked just as good. So this is not Facebook's idea. This is oh. absolutely <laughs> copied one-to-one -one from that company. And I made this video about the rooms, and like... Two hours later, I got that email from We Are, from the German company, and they said, hey, Sebastian, you know what? 
we had that since three years <laughs> and they are totally right. And so again, Facebook is taking the best ideas and they're simply putting it into a great product, which will probably drive out the competition or at least make it harder for the competition. Or they, they give awareness and they're going to float all the boats higher. I don't know. Anyways, this is not Facebook's idea. However, what, what, what is Facebook's idea is bringing that desk into VR and really writing on that desk. And that part I really loved and I thought it was yeah. amazing when I tried it out. You also the, tried it, right, Gary? Yeah, yeah, that, that part is great. And also the other thing that they encourage you to do is actually sit at your real life desk. Yeah, it's so really good, yes. They, they, you really. map out your real desk and then it's one-to-one -one with the one that's in in VR. And that just adds an, another layer because it's mainly hand tracking as well. It adds another layer. You know that when you place your hands in VR and you can see your hands in VR and they're right on the edge of your desk, you know that they're going to be placed in the same way in real life and touching your actual desk. It adds this extra little dimension to it as well. So I really like that. And I think to operate this, it, that was one of the things. Like I feel like I'm sat at my, my real desk and I'm in VR at this other Love desk. It. And if somebody else was opposite me on that table, that would be fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. So... I think they have really nailed it, right? So other apps like Spatial, they even have more functionality. And also this VR workrooms, they also have more yeah. functionality, like in bringing, bringing in 3D models. And in Spatial, it's so well done. I can simply say, uh, I can simply um, look into the internet and search for pics and 3D models, and I can simply bring them in. Like, for example, I can look for a, um, a smartphone model, and then, boom, it's there, and I can talk about it. Very nice. People should also try out Spatial. It is available on the app, on the Google, on the Quest Store for free. Simply check it out as well and see which one you like better. And there's even, even more. Like, there's another app called Immersed. They also allow you to bring in your keyboard, actually, even any keyboard. There is another app called Glue, which also is really good. But yeah, well, Facebook simply has the power to market it much better. And uh, yeah, they, they do have this kind of um, um, advantage as well to do something that others cannot do because they own the platform. For example, this pass-through, the pass-through that, yeah. that only has um, your, um, your keyboard, right? Other companies cannot do it. <laughs> right, so that's anti-competitive right there, surely. The, yeah, <laughs> it is. It simply is. They can do something that others cannot do because they own the platform. So we have another um, another little example mm -hmm. of In where some they ways, simply you, use their power. Do you think that this is a short-term problem as technology gets easier? Uh, you know, as, as technology trickles down and the Quest Two becomes so much more easier to make. And obviously, there's going to be a Quest 3, Quest 4. But I, I don't know whether this this sort of power that they have in the VR industry, I, I kind of hope it's going to be just a short-term sort of thing over maybe sort of the next couple of years before I do feel there'll be a company, probably most likely Valve, I'm hoping. I think they, they'll be in a, in a better position than most to really try and um, you know cater for that real need for a standalone headset without all that media and you know data bullshit that we all hate let's be honest everyone hates it there's no one who likes it it's some people you know either you know um don't really care about it probably don't care about it or they're just the product is so good accept it yeah exactly but i <laughs> right. do think could this be a short-term it's not a problem because i think what oculus or facebook has done with this has driven vr into a 
and almost not quite mainstream in fact nowhere near but you know we're, we're getting closer so it's, yeah. it's a great thing but i don't know I, well, i'm hoping it's going to be a short-term thing that's an interesting thing and i've, I've thought about this a while and I've, i think i brought this up before as well maybe even on this show i'm not sure but the where if you were to say Overall, has Facebook been a net positive, given all of the the ideas around privacy and data collection and things that, that people don't like? Facebook, is it a net positive for VR overall? Is it a benefit overall in the world of having of VR, having Facebook a part of it? I would argue personally that the benefits outweigh the negatives because the level of awareness of VR in the mainstream is much higher than I predict it ever would have been without i also don't think we would have got a standalone not anywhere near the caliber of the quest 2 which has had millions and millions of adopted people and spreading awareness of it however there is this other side of it and if facebook have too big a lead on this yes then this is the issue and this is the time this is the time that we need other people coming in personally i don't think valve are the ones that we should be looking to because they have a a a pc bias a pc niche which is fine and it's going to be primarily around gaming with valve i think apple are the one that can uh, the company that can take on facebook and give us some kind of viable option whether you like apple or not at least it's a competitor right Right, Do you think, though, sense. with their sort of, you know, what they have, I mean, Valve has got like such a massive ecosystem and with the Steam Deck as well coming out, I just feel like surely the next step could be possibly some sort of wireless standalone device that would take yeah. take advantage would of. I would, I would be very happy. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people would be, and I think that yeah, would, be would be a very huge happy. move. And if it was £500 or something, I still think it would be very competitive. Well, yeah. yeah, so with the Steam Deck thing, I, I struggle with this because I, I see people talking about a Valve, a Valve standalone headset. And I, the reason I struggle is because I don't see a standalone headset being able to run the native software Agreed. on Steam Agreed. VR. Right I, I, now, don't, no. I don't understand how that can fit in. And what a lot of people will say of the videos that I'm, talk, I'm watching at the moment who are talking about this will say that it's perhaps not necessarily just... A standalone Valve headset that we're looking at here. It's got onboard processing, which will benefit being linked to a PC as well. I want, I would love a standalone Valve headset, but I just don't see where that could fit in without having their own standalone library, which is just not going to happen. It's got totally to be a native Steam VR library. I totally agree with you, Gary. So it is going to get its content from a PC somewhere. So. I don't. I think it's gonna still going to stay like like index right now. Probably wireless could be, but not completely standalone. That's what so I. Who think. do you think would be the competitor then, if if there is one out there? You think Apple then? You I think. Ap- yeah. Uh, personally, yeah. I think Apple are the ones that are most likely at the moment. But I think there are plenty of other people that could come in as well. Um, Go- I mean, Google could, <laughs> but Google don't tend to stick with things. And yeah, I just wanted to say I'm so disappointed by Google. You know, not only because they ditched Daydream, which I was banking my my channel on, my first <laughs> Daydream <laughs> district, but but in general, it's strange. They they could really be that competitor now if they sticked to Daydream. They could have done the same things, right? They could also have that standalone headset, and they even had with the Lenovo Mirage. It was called. But but they simply mm. gave it up because they thought like okay, 
we, we cannot make this mainstream like our other products. So yeah, let the others do the hard work and we totally give it to Facebook. I'm still sad about it. And probably they, they will lose that, um, they will give that headway to Facebook. They did, right? So it's probably bad. It's probably you could also have the same arguments with Google as with Facebook a lot of the times as well um, in terms of privacy and data collection, that kind of stuff. They're, they're very similar companies in, in terms yeah. of that. Um, Apple are a different kind of company. They're mainly a hardware company, but of course people will bring up Apple collect just as much data as Facebook and, and Google. And I'm aware of that. It's how they use that data. And just the want to say that the price is totally different. Is not built on the acquisition of that data. It's built on hardware, and that's, exactly. the, that's the difference. And therefore, I must say, I'm, I'm getting more and more positive about Apple. I was mm. always the Android and PC guy, but uh, like <laughs> I still here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm still, I still am, right? But yeah, for, for all the way that Apple is approaching the privacy, I, I start to like them more and more. <laughs> and um, yeah, probably I, I am even going to try out an iPhone one fine day and see. Uh, I even bought the, the Magic Keyboard here. There you go. Is, that, yeah. is that the first? Uh, no, it won't be the first Apple product you've obviously no, bought. No, no. Uh... I, no, I have an iPad as well. And I love it. I've been using it since years. And it's an old iPad now, several years. But I, I don't feel like re replacing it because it's still so great. So it's, the, um, it's, uh, the, there's a couple of comments as well. I think, uh, well, Paul yeah. P. Jr. and I think yeah. somebody else brought up Samsung as well. Samsung probably shouldn't be ignored on this front. I don't think right. they're of the level that could combat <clears throat> Facebook in terms of what they're trying to do. However, they could. They're a, a huge company, um, one that gets often gets ignored in when we talk about this. And it's not inconceivable that they could bring out their own standalone thing. They're dominated the Android mobile phone market now they are it's apple and samsung i mean they're the they're the choices really a, a lot of the times when you're looking at these in terms of the huge the biggest companies the market share and that kind of stuff is it inconceivable that we could get a standalone samsung vr headset uh they'd have to have their own ecosystem in this kind of stuff wasn't there was that weird headset that they had painted on or something wasn't it that really yeah. weird looking bug it looked thing like a beer, but that, that wasn't a standalone that was no. like a no was no like, that was a while ago yeah gary you, you just mentioned the, the main problem that i see with that device what kind of ecosystem would they use they're not working well, together with with uh, Oculus anymore, right? They, but they did before. So yeah. that would be a big surprise if suddenly they say, you know what, we're coming out with that amazing Samsung standalone headset and we still have the good connections with you Oculus. Need... The Quest Store is there. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that would be really interesting, right? Do you, you need... think that that's possible? They need some kind of co collaboration with Google then because the other thing is that, like on, on their mobile phones, Samsung have their own store. They have their own ecosystem on their phones as well as the Google Play Store as well is my understanding. I, I'm not a Samsung user, but they, they have their own store. So they could, it's not inconceivable, they could have their own store for VR and get developers on board, offer them a better rate than Oculus or something i don't know and on, on a cars you just say why not ignore samsung they have been ignoring vr for the last few years that's true They've, we've not seen a lot from samsung in terms of vr it's sad because there's samsung odyssey headsets they were really good yeah they were really good and lots of people picked them up and um yeah it's funny really because like the focus 3 is almost like 
if they was able to subsidize it somehow, uh, which they can't really, but you know, the uh, HTC have got a good ecosystem. The Viport is yeah, amazing, isn't it? It is good. Um, if they, they, could they could do it, yeah. Somehow have a cheaper version of the Focus 3 with those, because what the, the reviews I've seen are pretty favorable, but obviously it's, it's yeah. many for business. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? So especially that headset. They would have so, the so ecosystem. Nice. Exactly. They would have the ecosystem. So, in my opinion, would be great if they could like open up that ecosystem more to others and actually they were doing that in china with it was called um viveport wave where actually other headset manufacturers who supported that wave they would directly have that store and with lots of games and stuff so i think that is actually the right kind of way to go about it just like google one android one with android as in other companies could simply make the hardware, the phones, and they simply used that store. And HTC would be in a great position if they did open up that Vive Port Infinity store for other players and they went out and, and, and opened it up to the West, in my opinion. Hmm. That, would be, that, that, I think, would be a really a good way. And then they could work probably together with, with uh, Samsung, and Samsung could offer that cool headset that can do play those games. I think, yeah. Oh man, that would be good if that happened. We need competition. <laughs> Please. I think regardless, 2022 is going to be a very interesting and very exciting year ahead. I think for AR as well. I think that's going to start becoming more mainstream, particularly with these sort of smart glasses and things as well. I might even buy something like myself actually next year because I, I do want to experience. What you were saying at the start of this uh, stream, Gary, about the, you know, I just love the idea of having be able to access all that information, sort of like move yeah. it around. And I, I, yeah, I've never tried that, but I do think next year is going to be a very exciting year. I mean, yeah. I know we're only sort of halfway through this year, but I'm, I'm still looking I'm looking towards yet next year already for me. Yeah, absolutely. And then yeah, Frank Son just says it. Sony's going to be there next year as well mm -hmm. with uh, with the PSVR two. So wow. It's going to be super, super exciting. Yeah, and then we're now getting close to our two-hour mark. And even without lots of topics, just as we had expected, we simply filled it with our excitement about <laughs> VR and AR. So I believe if you don't have any more things to, to say <laughs> or to, to add... Do you have no, one? no, I think that's pretty much everything this week. Okay. Yeah, it was a little bit of a, a quiet week on the news front, but of course, I knew I knew we'd fill two hours easy. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> right, Gary. You're right. We we succeeded in filling two hours without any problem again. Yeah, so that's it. That was season two, episode five of the Next Dimension podcast. We do hope that you had a great time with us. If yes, right now, like smash that thumbs up button right now and um, also if you would like to say hey guys you do a really great job then please do give us a favorable review on iTunes simply get out your iPhone or iPad right now after the show open the podcast app find our podcast and give us a review we simply have too few reviews dear friends who are watching this so do do that right now and write us a review so that more people can find this podcast other than that we're absolutely looking forward to see you next week until then bye 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 take care